Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Sometimes I like to hold the O through the words. I want him to write a full song. Of that? Or just yeah. for once in his life? Just that. <laughs> I want him to finally write a full song. All he does is jingles. <laughs> he's the jingle king of Osaka or wherever Todd, he's at these days. Todd found out. Todd found out that I said that we had the best jingles and he fucking threatened to sue Really? Our show. Yeah, so we've. I was just thinking about Todd yesterday. He's gonna sue us, and I don't think he knows that he can't. That's what scares me. How about this number for anybody who's done the winter sounds dive? Just take this in for a second. See if you want to okay. explore this during the weekend. Okay. Let me just say this. If you don't like what you just heard, you're not going to like the winter sounds. You're not. You're not. Because that is... Honestly, you probably don't like music. <laughs> no one wants to know what the name of that song is called. Of course he does. So that song is called Keep It Real off of the album Maximum Reality by Patrick Keenan and the Winter Sounds. I would love to. Hear I love that album. They have so many. Songs. They have a, they have a song on that album called Meteor that he yeah. wrote for my special uh, that I shot in Charleston, South Carolina. He gave us that song, and that's how the whole special closes. I have a friend question for you, Roar. Hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. May fifteenth. Oh, you get where vaccinated. Am I be? 
May 15th. When does your new album come out? I love this question. Fuck, I love this question. Because we both know I'm slow, (laughs) I'm lazy, Mm -hmm. and I procrastinate. Mm -hmm. We both know that. We both know that about both of us. Yes. Um, So, to answer that question, I'm already assuming you mean May 15th, 2024, because that's how slow (laughs) I am. (laughs) You're getting a vaccination for the next pandemic. I... uh, I would like to think uh, under a year. So here's what I do have. This is kind of a fun plug for a product that doesn't actually exist yet. But that documentary I made with Scott Moran in Atlanta. Yes. That has been edited. We are working with uh, 800-pound gorilla guys, um, the label out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, That documentary is going to get released in some streaming capacity, more than likely Amazon, but I, you know, nothing is concrete. Sure. Um, and then out of that, we are going to release an album from jokes that a fully improvised album. Mm-hmm. We've taken selections from all six of those shows. We're going to edit that into 40, anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes mm-hmm. of hopefully forgivable, knowing that it's thought of on the spot comedy. Yeah. That's um, part of the, and we're going to put it out there as an album, but to answer your question, I'd like to I'd like to do it under a year, but that would probably the only reason I assume under a year is because I'm going to explode with excitement. I know that I can go perform. That it almost makes me feel like I'll be in hyperspeed, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Well, shit, we got to do a melancholy in the infinite. Sa- we got a double disker here, folks." Do you want to go to D.C., South Carolina, or Atlanta first for shows? If you could pick your first show. We're back. You're making me. You're making me pick. I mean, you don't have Atlanta. To Atlanta has just been such a warm hug. Yeah. I'd love. I'd honestly, I would love to go to all three of those. Of course, I would love to go anywhere. I'd love to go anywhere. But I if know. you said it had to be those three, I'd probably start with Atlanta, then pop up to Greenville, then fly to DC, then head home. There you go. Atlanta, do a one nighter. Greenville, do a one nighter. DC, do the improv. Five wouldn't it, shows. Wouldn't it be fun? I, I, this is what I do now. I daydream about being back on the road. And you know what? I'm going to say what. this with sincerity and heart. That's why I feel so lucky for this podcast. Because it's kept mm-hmm. us doing some version of live comedy. It's kept us in touch with an audience. And it keeps me feeling like there's people on the other end of that stage that are as excited as I am. And it, it, for some comics, I feel bad because I think they're operating in a vacuum of like, I don't know what's going to, is anybody, where will I go? Will anybody give a shit? And we are fortunate enough to have this community of people where we get to go, cannot wait to go out and see these people. And then you can feel them on our monthly shows, come back and say, we can't wait either. Like, I, I agree. I agree with all that. I get excited. It is a, I think by October, I'll have a new hour ready to drop. It's a great reset. It's a great reset of reprioritizing so many things and realigning your gratitude towards so many things Mm -hmm. and seeing. I mean, we are... You and I are speaking in a world of knowing that... And I feel this. I feel a great optimism 
about an effective vaccine. I feel like great optimism Me now. Too. Whereas before I thought this is all political banter. It's not going to happen. Right. It's not there. Well, it wasn't it was never going to happen on the timeline that that idiot was saying. We knew that. Yeah. So then so that was yes. the problem. He's like I don't know what the real timeline is, so I can't trust yes. any of this. And it is exactly, exactly. And I will say, you know, when when this all started, people said 18 months. Now we are technically I don't know when people started trying to create a vaccine, mm-hmm. but I do know that technically we are just over a year from when the outbreak supposedly started. Yeah, we 100%. Late November mm-hmm. of last year. So we have now been in an outbreak, not that we've been treating our and lives. they just found out that, that we're in an outbreak. Had, we had it here in the States in December. The outbreak started right. in November and we had it here in December. They yes. just found that out. So now we are a year in. I don't know when... The ball got rolling on trying to find a vaccine. Right. I do know. I, I don't know that things have to take eighteen months, right. but it seemed like for testing, that's what they do for safety's sake. Um, also, but yeah, you here know we are when they under make the eighteen movie, months. You know that when they make this movie, Kyle Chandler is in it. 100%. He has to be. How could he not? And be? he has to be Eric Taylor. He has to be. <laughs> Is that no the guy sense. from Friday Night Lights? Because I haven't watched the yeah. show. <laughs> yes. Maybe when we watch Hoosiers, we also watch the pilot. We're watching Hoosiers. I know we're for everyone. It out. Here's the deal. Here's what here's what Daniel and I are. Here's what we're doing. We talked about a merch store, and fucking before this year ends, we're fucking we've de- did we it. did it. We're and it's, it's up right now. To do it. We did it. It's out there. It is available. Mm-hmm. There is merch to be had mm-hmm. right now. And we a special surprise. We talked about Hoosiers right. Before this year ends, right? More than likely, late right before Christmas, Daniel is coming over here in a safe capacity, and we are watching outside. We are watching Hoosiers. We're getting Daniel stuff done. for the very first time. Mm-hmm. We are we are knocking things off our goddamn list of stuff to do. One hundred percent. Can you hear how loud that I don't construction know. is? I did hear something, and I thought maybe Noah is a. Uh, playing like just he's just practicing guitar it sounds like someone's cutting <laughs> boards for fun that's what that, it sounds but like that could also be noah noah might be like let me go ahead and build <laughs> this birdhouse sure. if these guys are going to go ahead and check boxes i'm going to build that birdhouse i've talked about since the seventh grade somebody out there is wondering what was daniel about to say he was going to tease i will tell you now we have the very first two pieces of official pen pals merch mm-hmm. and we will announce probably on the live show on January 2nd. If you haven't gotten your ticket, get it now. We will announce how you have a chance. If you're listening to this, you have a chance at owning at least one of them. Yeah. You, you, you could get the very first pieces, two pieces. Just sent to you courtesy of DVK and RS. What else was I going to tell you? Did you guys know Noah is only in the ninth grade? Yeah, I just found that out. That. People don't know that we pulled Noah mm-hmm. out of his normal life to be yep. a producer for this show. Yep. We, we didn't plucked like it. him. Um, we didn't like it. We plucked Noah out of the ninth grade. <laughs> oh, this is the thing. When you were talking about the timetable that Kyle Chandler got this vaccine done in time, yeah, and people are like, it just seems to me like that's pretty fast. Like, I don't know if I trust it. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, polio, you know, that took them years. And I'm like... Yeah. 70 years ago. It took them a long time. Do you Yeah. Technology's moved more in the last 20 years than all of time 
before that. Yeah. So I would so hope. So that's the thing. Like, also, let's not forget, Apollo 13, they, like, that whole that whole ship was built with, like, an erector set and 3D batteries, and they figured out how to, like, get Tom Hanks home. So yeah. I would imagine... Uh, but seventy years Kevin on from Bacon and, and Bill Paxton and Bill Paxton <laughs> and Peter Berg, I would imagine that like seventy years on, they've been like, "Holy shit, we can, we can, we've figured some things out." Yeah, we have. We have well, that's why when they were machines. like, "It takes eighteen months," I'm like, "I assume that's just to see results in testing and make sure right. that side effects and blah blah blah." But then there's also a part of you that, you know, I, I look, I don't think my family and myself outside of contracting this thing will have access to that vaccine till June. Um, I know people have been on the vaccine probably for a couple months now, maybe more. So we are going to know if there are permanent side effects, but the reality is that there isn't a waiting game to where we're going to get to find out it either. It either is going to work or it's not going to work, but you go too long it won't matter because right. it's not good. Right. Things are not good. And we got to turn a corner. I'm with you. Hey. I don't even know where I'm going with my rants anymore. Yeah, you do. That's my new style. I'm going with you. My new style is just, hey, word, word rivers. Do you remember when... Uh, Hashtag word rivers. There you go. <laughs> Shane. Do you remember when you'd be yeah, in high school? He gets so happy. He texts me every time he gets a new and you were, hashtag. Like in the car with somebody you didn't trust driving and you would just very yeah, slowly reach many up times. and grab that like bar that little handle every time kind of... yeah <laughs> you kind of do a double check on the seatbelt. yep and then you you use that handle that honestly as a child you never understood why that was there uh-uh and then sometimes <laughs> if you're in the front seat you start pushing a brake that isn't there <laughs> I, just, I do that now when fucking jordan drive <laughs> i easy easy Jordan will be like, look to get over and like hit the brakes. And I'll be like, no, no, no. Press it. Get in front of this guy. Right. I'm like coaching. <laughs> I just don't. I like, I only understand offensive driving. I don't mm-hmm. understand defensive. I driving. said it today. To, I only understand going for it being the best. Defense. I said it today to Lisa. I go, I am convinced there are people who every day driving for them is a wild, scary adventure that they have to yeah. steal themselves for before they leave the house. That they're just like, yes. they don't fucking know. Like, they're like Indiana Jones yes. in like the the train cart thing. Like, uh, like they're just like, yeah. I don't fucking... Like, none of it ever makes sense to them. Everything is scaring them. They don't know what side yeah. they're supposed to be on. Like, backing you know, like, out of a parking spot terrifies them. You pass someone a ball on basketball and they catch it and they just start to run. They can't, their brain can't process dribbling and mo- Like I, I can't do all the things. And <laughs> right. you're like, you're not a good driver. Right. There's no way you're a good driver. I think I'm convinced those people you have are no on the road. fluidity to your motion. Every day, all the time. All yeah. of it. And I just yeah. want to, I, I, you know what I wish they would do? Get in the far right lane, put your hazards on, and you drive as slow as you want. You're telling everybody. Yeah. Go around. You're not trying to blend in with any other cars. Everyone would know yeah. not to give you any sort of assumed knowledge. They would just let you yeah. go at your own. That We should yeah. make that. Normalize bad drivers. Yes. yes. I don't even know. how. how where's my rants going? Okay. They don't have to go anywhere anymore. <laughs> we now know that. We Do we have anything else? Hoosier's Day. January second, we're gonna watch. Up. We're gonna watch Hoosiers. We have a live show on January second. The merch store is up. Saga, get your shirts, and yeah, Saga. 
the hoodies, hashtag, and the logo t-shirt. I love that blue. Is there anything so else? So good. Should we go? Yeah. Okay. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And let's go to the letters. Hold your breath. Make oh, a wish. A double. Count to three. And let's really go to the letters. <laughs> Rory, two things. I should have done this on the other side. But one, I didn't know because it just happened. Your, oop, when I played it twice, was brilliant. <laughs> and that clip of us acting out eating foods. Yeah, that was so fun. When you, I, watching you is better than watching me. What do you, that's because you have a wild insecurity of seeing yourself eat. No, I'm saying <laughs> watching you watch me do it is better than watching me. Because I don't know if you realize this. You're like a proud parent. You go like this. You're like, okay, go. Like you're very, <laughs> I'm telling you, go back. Well, you're not on the gram anymore. Tell Jordan to go back. And I've been. I've posted some stuff. I got behind on some things, and I, I my friend uh, Gemma is is running the social media stuff now because she knows I'm a lunatic. And then every now and then I put Instagram back on my phone because I'm like, oh, I meant to, yeah, hype this or that. And right. I kind of forgot, and I forget to like send it to her. Yeah. And so then I just jump on there and I do it real quick. And then I every time she's like, she's like, did you just post that? Are you posting stuff or someone like? <laughs> someone gotten the <laughs> password i'm out. like no it's me yes yeah, i'm freaking her out she's freaking me out i'm like oh shit i don't know and then she'll be like i already posted that and i'm like oh fuck uh all right no, <laughs> like you, this is why i can't do it watching you is the best part of it watching you watching me watching you watching me there's oh, nothing man. we can't right isn't that abba i think that's abba okay all right shall we Shall you we? you do it. You kick it off. Okay. You kick it off. And just to be clear, these will be the final. What do we got? How many more episodes we got till twenty twenty one? So this these are the final nine, letters of twenty twenty. Sixteen. Twenty three. I can look right here. Yes. So we have this. Did one. pen pal pen pals? Remember last year, pen pals fell on Christmas. Yeah, this year Didn't it's it? on the twenty third and thirtieth. Yeah. Uh, so we have this one that everyone's listening to right now, plus three more before the end of the year. All right. These are the final four. You've made it to Ooh, the final four. Made it to the final four. Final four. Good evening, my palliest of pals. Now, Love that. I'm going to be, full disclosure, I have not read this entire letter, but I felt like Love that. when I dug in early that it had rich enough stuff for us to either it talk about or reflect on and speak from our own lives. Traction. Good evening, my palliest of pals. This email comes to you in no specific order. Well, we know it does. It brings me so much joy to share with you my family's 60 or more, we're unsure, year Thanksgiving tradition. We asked for some traditions. This is the one we got. We're hot on the heels of Thanksgiving. We're, we're in the thick of holidays right now. 
I'm sorry it's so long, but I'm screaming with excitement to finally share this special holiday traditions with my pals. This gathering has been passed down through generations, through three households, bringing together family from literally every corner of the country who only see each other once a year to share an 18-pound turkey and endless sides and pies. I apologize for that run-on sentence. The can I interrupt runners, real quick? You can, yeah, for sure. Already my rant about the things I didn't love about Thanksgiving from the live show, those yeah. still stand true. Yeah. But what you just read is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That is like delicious. Yes. You can feel the fireplace. Yes. You can feel the games. Mm-hmm. You can feel the laughs. Mm-hmm. And you can feel the awkward catty tension between, <laughs> you know, some uncles and aunts and cousins. Right. Where you just hear someone, someone has to. Oh, I, I'm going to make a statement because something happened in April that I'm still not okay with. Right. Or you just hear <laughs> your aunt say to your uncle, but I told you we needed ice. <laughs> Okay, you did. You did. Does that does that bring the ice here? Right. No, it doesn't. But I did tell you. Right. But I did tell you. <laughs> and we, we were talking so many people. There's no way it is peaceful the entire time. All right. Here we go. The forerunners of Thanksgiving are Great Aunt Irma and the late Uncle Harvey. They initiated the gathering in their Summers, Connecticut home sometime between 1950 and definitely by 1960, per mm. my uncle, who was born that year. Love Since that. I was a tiny baby in 1994, my parents and eventually little sister drove the two hours, two hours up Highway 84, squished in our snowy gear and boots into a tiny hall closet and piled in with the rest of the fam. We somehow always squeezed 15 people into this house that felt like it should live in a snow globe with quaint de- decorations and embroidered couches. The appetizer that is always present is, ready? Cucumber spears with chopped liver. Chopped liver is a delicacy, in the words of Brooklyn-born Aunt Irma. It's so good. In my younger years at Irma's, between appetizers and the real deal, my sister and us, my sister and I would play games in the basement or run upstairs to play with Irma's amazing four-story dollhouses. That's haunted. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Both, yeah, dollhouses. I have vivid too. images of my dad pulling <clears throat> giant turkeys from the tiny oven that definitely came with the house. Like every year, like every year, this turkey got bigger and bigger, and the oven seemed to shrink even more. The oven could fit literally just the turkey and nothing else. It was no double stack situation. It was literally mustard yellow or something. Picture the 1960s, and that's the oven. That's also yes. the wallpaper, carpets, and furniture too. After my dad and Uncle Bud lifted the turkey, my 98-pound great-aunt Irma would come up to the plate to carve with an electric knife we deemed the chainsaw. If you think the party is over with Irma cutting the turkey, you're wrong. Once the sides have been served and we're about to pass out on the floor, the Klaman cousins, I hope I said your name right, arrive for dessert. The jubilation starts again. If the appetizer of choice is chopped liver and the turkey carving is the main spectacle for dinner, the chocolate pie is the star of the dessert show. Even though Uncle Harvey passed away about 10 years ago, and even though everyone moved from a 50-mile radius of Summers, Connecticut to states all, all on all coasts, the celebrations never stopped. We just moved down the road to Weston, Connecticut, another tiny town closer to New York. Uncle Bud, my dad's brother, my aunt Jamie and cousin Camille now host this wonderful event. It's the one time per year my 86-year-old paternal grandma travels from Florida, my aunt from Los Angeles, me from wherever I happen to be. 
My now 98-year-old grandmother also started to join the party. Why not one more cool grandma, right? One of the recent traditions we've added since moving houses is the hat game. Picture taboo plus charades with figures of pop culture and history. It gets heated. One day, and I, and I've never really spoken of this, I want to host Thanksgiving. This would be the greatest honor I could imagine, as this has brought me so much warmth and joy for 26 years. You don't miss Thanksgiving. That being said, this is the first year in the 60-plus years that we are missing Thanksgiving due to COVID. Irma is 90, my grandma is 86 and 98, and traveling just isn't realistic at the moment. I'm thankful that it truly takes a pandemic to stop our tradition, and everyone is healthy enough to do it next year bigger and better than ever. Thank you for giving me a chance to share at length a 60-plus year family tradition. By the way, she wrote at length, not, not I. I attached pictures of Thanksgiving Queen Aunt Irma from 2018 and 2019. We owe it all to her. Enjoy this holiday and cheers to Aunt Irma, traditions, and loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving, Jesse. Good for you, Jesse. Look at Aunt Irma just crushing it. Oh, man. Can I just say that is a, is that the kitchen? That can't be the kitchen. Is that the kitchen? Yeah, that can't new, be the kitchen of the new house. Remember they moved. I was about to say I mean, that's yeah. that's a HGTV house. The Property Brothers came in and redid that. Look at that. <laughs> that is a wonderful island. It's a great island right in the middle of the kitchen, dude. Look at this Aunt Irma. <clears throat> she looks like try to get that glare out of there. Yeah, I see Irma. it. I see it. Look at her. Yeah, that she's looks like a little a catalog. You, that looks like something you see in the little magazine on the airplane. She's got that <sighs> smile where she's just constantly like, oh, I'm not mad. I'm you know drunk. what I mean? She's like yeah. never mad at you. So I'm right. not mad. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still smiling. You're like, all right. War, I got to tell Jesse, you. Jesse, good for you. Could you imagine that exact same letter? And she goes, and we said, fuck it. You can't stop our Thanksgiving. <laughs> now my family's dead. Could you imagine? But we went out with a bang. Um, we decided we needed to do it this year so that we could never do it ever again. Ever again. And you know what? I faced Good that for same you, Jesse. thing. Because I could yeah, tell you. You did. It, Thanksgiving at the Doherty's, Christmas at the Doherty's is a lot of discussions about somebody needs to get ice. They've always bought liquor. Oh, no. Look, no one is no one is questioning that that example did not come from a very real place. <laughs> I laughed so hard because it came from such a pure, real place that I immediately related to it. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, like we get there and the the lions are losing on the on the CTE game, and yep. uh, uh, Rosemary and I start playing rummy, and yeah. there's a full mantle decoration and fresh yeah. venison sausage with cheese and Ritz crackers is laid out and some French onion dip with the, some like uh, carrots. And I love sticks. French onion dip. What's that? Some ruffles and some French onion. That's dip. a big Rochelle staple. That Big. is it's so good. It's so good. And my I dad used to like have it. the cracker barrel cheese and just yeah. use the you remember that he's got a roller with just a mm-hmm. wire? Yes. And that's he would just cut that with like yeah, some and just kind captain's of stand there, wafers. Stand there and keep talking to you while he's cutting it and just yeah. popping popping one in. You know what we had like. the night before Thanksgiving? We had some uh pigs in a blanket. Really? And I think we're going to make we would- that our, our holiday tradition that the night before Thanksgiving, Jordan, Nelly, and I, and I 
we don't just make pigs in a blanket. Like everyone brings to the table, like, I think I've discovered mm-hmm. the most bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't like how do you fancy it up? How do you fucking weird it out? What do you bring to our tiny little mm-hmm. buffet of pigs in a blanket? Um, we keep thinking little traditions like that. It's I think we're going to start buying snow globes. Elliot is like losing her shit over them. You know what I want to do? Also, they're expensive. What the well, fuck? Why are they expensive? I want to start collecting the It's a Wonderful Life figurines. Do you know? Okay. Are you familiar with these? It's like mm-hmm. all of Bedford Falls. You can buy all the buildings, all the houses, the signs, the bridge, the tree with his car dro- driven in. I don't know it. that I've ever actually seen It's a Wonderful Life. <gasps> Daniel, 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 Dan, sir, sir, <laughs> Rory. Yeah, I knew, I knew you'd, I knew, I knew, I knew. You know what I have seen though? The no. reverse. I told Family Losers. Man with you Nick with Nick Cage. I've seen the reverse. It's the reverse. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Rory, we have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. We will. We will. No, Rory. <laughs> and every every listener's right. Every listener right now just went, yeah, in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> when Rory's back on the road working on that new album. Rory. And they happen to cross each other and it's a re- around the holidays and it's on like TBS. <laughs> Rory. You, this movie would s- speak to you in the ways that it speaks to me. Well, now this I've, is bigger I mean, than me not seeing Hoosiers. It's at least on par. I can't. I. It, you're probably the great thing right. Is, is there's no way for me to know, and there's no way for you to know because I haven't seen the thing you would. And know that's and, our bond. The question mark of not knowing. What if we watch Hoosiers and It's a Wonderful Life two TVs same exact time, <laughs> and they sync up with Dark Side of the Moon? <laughs> We, you have to watch. Like I have to watch. It I, with I you. will. I will. I will. I will. I will watch it. You know what I showed? Uh, we've. I've. I've been dipping into some movies with Elliot. We showed her Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Showed her Elf. What'd she think? Showed her Annie. Wow. I just watched Hook with her. Whoa! What do you want, old man? Just you. Just you. Just you. Just you. Dustin Hoffman, apparently big old creep, but. Really mm-hmm. great in a lot of movies. <laughs> you know who else is great? You know, Glenn, creepy pants. Glenn Glenn Close is one of the background actors in Hook. I think I, I think there's a few cameos. Yeah, yeah. I think David Crosby is. Ooh, I know really? the one Glenn Close. I I think Glenn Close is the one that they put into the trunk and then drop the scorpions in. Yes, but I, I think there's like right. two others. Also, the whole what movie about? I forgot it was directed by Steven Spielberg. What about Smee? What about Smee? What about Smee? What about me? Yeah. What about me? Me? Oh yeah. God! Bob Hoskins. What do you want, old man? Just you. So I just fast you. forward the Rufio dying part. You did. I fast forward it. It's just me and Elliot watching. And you watch like, the movie. I can't do the this movie to ends. Him. The movie ends, and I go. She goes. What happened to that boy? She knew something had happened because I I turned it on too soon, and he was like saying his last words. And I go, what? Well, he got hurt. She goes, well, what happened? I go, what's well, kind of sad? Do you want to know if it's really sad? And she was like, yeah. And I go, he died. Captain Hook killed him. And she goes, she goes for re- like in real life. And I go, no. In real life, he's alive. In this story, 
he's dead. And you know how they pretended to see the food? Mm-hmm. So she goes, so he's pretending to be dead. And I go, as an actor, in the movie, he did die. <laughs> but she's like, he's like pretending to have died. <laughs> I'm like, no. Do you want? Yes, but no. Do you want? And I then I have... go, I go, people die. I was like, I've played characters that have died. I was like, yeah. but I'm still here. Right. And she goes, oh, like when that guy shot you and you had to wake up in the hospital. And I go, what are you talking about? And she goes, Robbie. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I forgot too. Oh, yeah, my show. <laughs> I forgot too. Oh, yeah, my show that I, that I had. <laughs> my child remembers these things more than I do. Okay, I have so much. First of all, if you want, I can call Dante and we can have him Zoom with Elliot to tell her he's fine. Okay. Wait, do you know him? Yeah. How do you know him? How do you know Rufio? We, his, uh, we met through a show that I was working on like 10 years ago. And then we've, we just can't like throughout the years of like running into each other. He's like one of the greatest guys. Yeah. Great guy. He's he's great. He's so great in that show. His that niece movie. was just in that Birds of Prey DC movie that came out at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, you said so many things I wanted to talk about. Okay. You have to watch It's a Wonderful Life with me. Here's the other thing. I That was... I, I understand where you're coming from by not... By fast forwarding through it, but your daughter is extremely smart, Rory. So, yeah, in your effort to be like, I'm going to shield you from this just for now. Yeah, she picks up on the skip. So then she, you end up she having does. to have the moment anyway. Yep. Here's here's something Jordan and I have talked about because we also skipped through the aunt dying in uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Wow, Auntie. Okay. Um. Uh, I don't necessarily want to shield her from those things. But I can tell by the way that she reacts to certain scenes yeah. that it's very overwhelming. She the feels emotions. a lot. Elliot she feels, feels a, a lot. lot in a, a very lot. sort of empath kind of way. Mm-hmm. She feels a lot. And she, you can tell she feels it because mm-hmm. she'll turn away from just two people talking and she's like feeling something with their dynamic and their yeah. energy. And, and she I'll have to be like, you okay? Like it stays you with turn her. Off? It's not like it feels yes. and it's gone. Like she, she'll way later be like she will ask questions two weeks later yeah about a thing yeah like why did this guy say this (laughs) and you're like oh great um (laughs) but yeah it's i don't want to shield her from it either but i'm always just like because already i was like should i have not started this movie because it's definitely not for a five-year-old but i just was like i think she can handle it and i think she'll appreciate this slanted view of the peter pan story Mm mm-hmm and I think she did. I think she really appreciated that he was Peter Pan. Also, he is so good uh, in that movie, as he often is in yeah. so many things. Yeah, but dude. Peter Banning. But okay, here to come back to the letter and tying in what you just said. When I was reading this letter about Arma just crushing it and a family having a great time and doing the responsible thing this year, um, I thought of that my favorite part of Home Alone when. The guy's there trying to deliver the pizza. And it what is you just, did, you little jerk. <laughs> and it is Uncle just Frank. a house full of running kids 
and yeah, people. It takes, you, it takes you there. And family and who lives and here. Such who a 90s this home. Who's paying like, for this? Oh, I know. It's insane. That home's insane. It's all Christmas, too. It's all red and green. Have but you like, been to that house? Have you no, seen that house? No. I know where it is. Because that's like outside Chicago. Yeah. 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 It's like Winnetka or Lake Forest or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, but the, to me, that's the vibe when it's just like we, so, you know, we all have things we keep for ourselves, but my family has a tradition that I, I, I don't want to go into, but we, we kind of like look back at a previous Christmas and there's a moment in, in this video that we have where you off screen hear extended family show up and it's my mom's cousin, Dean. And yeah. you just hear this is the word cacophony of of people being like, hey, Dean, Dean, hey, Dean, Dean, get in here, Dean. And it's like fucking, it's one of my favorite moments. And it happens off yeah. screen because it's yeah. like what she's saying when the, when the cousins show up and now it's time for dessert and they're walking into a shit storm of family partying and they're there to be more <laughs> yeah. of that, that beautiful shit storm too. Yeah. They've that brought just, some eggnog. Oh man, dude, when my family they're starts ready doing, to kick like it every few years, we'll do a Euchre tournament and we set up multiple card tables and you blind draw your partner and then you play Euchre and it's I just, love that your family does that. Yeah, man. We've done charades. Like every year we talk about the time we played charades and my grandma was trying to act out ugly dunkling and it's still the funniest. It is. There is no comedy I will ever see that will be funnier than my <laughs> probably 82-year-old at the time grandmother acting out ugly duckling. Oh, my God. I could... I'll take that. I'll take that with me for the rest of my life. And that was like another holiday thing. I love this shit. My someday I want to be like Jesse. I want to like be the person who hosts and and has all. I you know we've all got that Jay Larson in us. It's like yeah, I want to I want to just like spruce it up and make it a great time for every. Like I want that too. So yeah, I can't yeah. wait, man. I love, I love that it. you guys are doing traditions. I love that you're building them now. Yeah, we're thinking about how, like, what it should be. You know, I think when my grandparents were alive and, you know, a lot of us lived in Greenville, we did, like, more family stuff and, and get together. And Christmas was always, like, the greatest because it'd be, like, the 23rd or something. Sometimes the 24th, we'd all get together and do, yeah, like, we, a big yeah, did you guys Scoville move your Christmas night. Okay. Yeah. We do like a big Scoville Christmas thing. And, like, my grandparents who had moved into an apartment would get the like, you know, like the, the apartment complex would have like the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could yeah. like rent that you could rent for events, and so they mm -hmm. would rent it, and we would take it over, and we're all wearing, you know, I can see myself in a turtleneck and a sweater, and you know, you're and then the heat is on because it's cold out, but it's also <laughs> Greenville, South Carolina, so it's like it's not like cold cold but it is yeah. cold, but you don't need a turtleneck, a sweater, and the heat on. Yeah, eventually you're gonna prop that door open. Yeah, and you're yes, the door's getting propped up. Open a window, let some of the heat out. You're taking off your sweater. Now yeah. you're just wearing a turtleneck, and it looks like you're trying to manage, you know, that. stage manage a play. I love any sort of brother-in-law or uncle who has transitioned to just turtleneck sleeves up. Because you have to, you have to. I love it is it. not a functional outfit. Yes. You're in going turtleneck, turtleneck and sweater. That works if you're going caroling. In the, in the turtleneck, 
is still tucked in because it was tucked in because it was under the sweater. But now the sweater's it but looks, it's still tucked in. And if you t- untuck it, you look like a sixth grader who's got a little bit of an attitude. And there's always somebody. <laughs> it's like your aunt's new boyfriend who brought his own house shoes to put yeah. on. Like, yeah. those are the shoes, yes. the boots that he wore. And then he took those off and put on some house shoes to just walk around your grandma's house. And no one is wearing subtle colors. Everyone is like, no. well, if it's red, it's primary red. Right. Also, big thing <laughs> for us. If it's green, it's forest green. I would love to know, Pennies and Palas, and you especially, Rory. It, it, Noah, ch- pop in with this chat, too, if this was a normal kid thing that happened to everybody. At some point, if you're a kid running around with your siblings and cousins... One yes. of your socks is gonna get wet, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that happens for each person. For us, it was some I, sort I, of s- snow that got trapped. I have, in. I have a great theory. I have a great theory, and you you leave it on, by the way. Yeah. People making drinks, dropping one ice cube, can't yep. find it. Melts. There you go. And you're a, and you're an eight year old who's got one yep. wet, so- like one part yeah. of one of your socks is very wet. Yeah, and you just play through. And when they say, "Well, how did it get wet?" You're, like, I don't know. I don't know. You're not a kid who's like someone probably spilled ice. You're not right. going. I, I, it probably was ice. Right. And then your <laughs> uncle Jim says, "Hey, I give you a dollar if you run out to my car, and I need you to get my cigarettes. Don't so, tell anybody else you're getting them. It's always a dollar. It's and not enough, you, but it, to you, it was. And then you go, "When do you want me to do it?" And they're like, "Do it right now." So then you run outside, and then you come back in, cigarettes in your pocket. And your mom is like, what are you doing outside without shoes on? And then you know that you can't tell on Uncle Jim. So you're like, I just had to, I was doing something. Yeah. Do not go outside without without shoes yeah. on. And then she says, B- because you did that, go put a dollar in the jar. And then you're like, well, this was <laughs> all, a bitch. this yeah. was all meaningless. Dude, my, my cousins, Kenny, Melissa, Bobby, Billy, my brother, Matt, me, we would go to the top of the steps at grandma's house, take like the king or queen size comforter we would all get into it and then fall down the stairs laughing our asses off the entire way no one ever so got dangerous hurt. everything you just said i know they let us do it we would fall they were down drunk. the stairs that was late and that was late into the night they were oh, like, yeah. let them that this is how you learn right yeah they were all playing like euchre or poker they didn't care yeah remember yeah. that when you're a kid at a family get together and your yes. eyes are just above Pinochle. the table and pinochle yes, and they're pinochle you to fuck for off. sure bridge like, all right and your you eyes are just out the game just above the table and you're trying yeah. to like see what's happening and get somebody's attention and they'd be like maybe it's about time for you to go lay down and go to bed then huh and you're like no 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 no, no. <laughs> yeah you're razzmatazzed yeah so that's what we used to do we'd exchange gifts it'd be a whole thing my grandparents would have t-shirts made to, for everybody that was like the Scovels and it'd be Love like a it. whole thing and it was all I it was cool it was cool that they I wish I still had those that was your first merch uh, t-shirts that was my first family merch uh, that we never we never got the website together you know all this is very very uh, consistent um, <laughs> but yeah that's what we used to do you know everyone moves away and now it's all very like you know it's it's not that it's strange but it's not 
we don't have what what I, I my daughter does not have everything we just described and how that's such a part of you know right. your youth. She doesn't have that. And there's a part of me that looks at that and is wildly sad because I know how meaningful it was. Uh And then, and you have to do this often as a parent, you have to step back and go, yeah, but I don't know what her perspective is now. And I can't say that it's not also cool and interesting. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be different? You know what I mean? I mean, our daughter gets um, our full attention Every step of the every step of the way, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. so, I always you you always look at it like you're like, oh, I wish she, she had that. I do wish it. And if I could go to my my older sisters in D.C. where she has four kids, I mean, I'm already fantasizing about a trip like that next Christmas, so that the kids can run around and tell my sister like, hey, if any family, you know, let's let's say it's a COVID free sure. world, and yeah. it it should be, hopefully, should be, fingers yeah. crossed. But have everybody come up and be like, let's all pile into the house, let's annoy the shit out of each other, let's play games. I'm going to write down every idea of stuff mm-hmm. to do. I'm going to write down every recipe that maybe we can make mm-hmm. food like for a week, and we can all chip in on cleaning up and cooking, and so it's not a headache for any one person. Be like, I'm getting stuck with the fucking <laughs> dishes. You go, no, everybody chips in, and we make it work. It's right. easy, and then you just go, hey, that was great and it's truly just so elliot can run around with her cousins and 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 know them because you know that's uh the they're the the, this is maybe a a turn but there there are some things that you pay for uh for chasing your dreams there are payments that you make yes i and i often think that this is this is one of those things emotionally that i have i have to put up with because i am pursuing this this occupation that i i really want to do that i enjoy doing um and there's pros and cons to everything this is a whole other fucking side thing but no but it's tied together yeah it, it but, you know it, but there's a sacrifice i guess yeah. it's not so much what you're paying and it, you know people make sacrifices left and right and there's plenty of people in this world that are also like I also don't have that, or I don't want that, or I'm not capable, you know, whatever. It's not an opportunity for me, but um, it's so strange. I, I, The tangent my brain goes to is reading some of these letters and how some of them that we get, uh, particularly some that we've been doing on the, the Palpatench, you really don't understand that there are four billion different Earths going on mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. that you can't fathom and yes there's always going to be someone who's got it better or worse than you it's impossible right for it to not be right. and that doesn't and that has nothing to do with one particular element you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but the, you just kind of don't you don't know and so yeah with the the holidays you think about that you think about oh, i'm chasing this dream i'm trying to do this trying to do that and you 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 think about your traditions and what you miss and then you think about oh well someone doesn't have this and and blah 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 but to to summarize all that up everything i just said in its most uh broad statement without so much detail is kind of what this letter makes me feel with Jesse where it's like here is a world that I can paint for you, and you will be able to see it so clearly, mm-hmm. even if you've never experienced it. And yeah, it breaks my heart a little bit to know that that family did not get to have that. It breaks my heart a little bit to know that you are not sitting there playing fucking rummy 
with Rosemary two weeks ago or whatever yeah. it was a week ago. It, it does. It breaks my heart. Something I can't see, something I can't feel, something I don't even know about. I know what it is to, to, to miss it. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that's why I want to build these traditions with my daughter because I think there are things, if there are things to miss, then you're doing it right. Yeah, you're li- you're living your right life the right way. You can't look at it and go, well, "I'm so sad because I'm missing this thing." You have to look at it and go, "Oh, I'm doing, I'm making the right choices because I have things that I fucking miss." And the point, and I'll end it on this. My own my own summary on this. Do it. On my my little holiday rant. Something I thought about recently, and this goes for everybody. As we go into Christmas, as we go into the New Year, as we go into this goddamn question mark of what the fuck is anything in our country and the world do not discount discount the the hellos and the goodbyes and the i love yous because i will tell you when those things are gone those will be the one thing you wish you had one more of mm-hmm. you will wish you could say hello one more time you'll wish you could say goodbye one more time you wish you could say i love you one more time so as you go into the holidays think about that and also think about all the people that you know, maybe need to hear that. Maybe need to know that as well. God, this was such a crazy... There were so many turns. I know. It's like a family get-together. It's a lot I'm not going to lie. This show is maybe my therapy. I think the people that are the hardcore listeners, they have come to accept me. <laughs> they have come to accept. They're like, no, he, he needs this and I'm okay with it. <laughs> And anybody, anybody who's tuned in and they're like, I just, I can't follow. Not that they would hear this, but I want the other listeners to know. I understand. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> I, get, I get them being like, I got to X out. I can't. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I know. I get it. <laughs> I've met but you I, before. I'm right, there. I'm right there with you. I, 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 I've... I had a lot of loss early in life, so I, I think I've spent a lot of it always trying to be like, am I in the good old days right now? Is this the good old days yeah. right now? Yes. And so yes. I don't always remember to do that, but I know that it's something I'm chasing a lot. You and I have talked about that before. And so there are things of that good old days dragon that I'll that I'll always be chasing. But like um I think the important thing, like you were saying, like say I love you, say hello, say goodbye, um, is to remember like even now, there might be in this time of like, fuck, we can't do what we always did. Well, yeah. what can you do? Because you might yeah. find a new tradition. You might yeah. find a new connection. You might find there could be a way that you guys do something this year for Christmas that you really love. But then next year, there everything is the world's back to normal and you decide, hey, you know what? Jordan, whether it's your family or mine, we are spending every Christmas with someone. But I really loved that thing we did last year when it was just us. So maybe we do that when we get back or before we leave to go to South Carolina. Because I want to keep doing that. So you might still find some of those good old days during these times. You made me... you Hearing all that just jogged my memory as to what why my rant was so confusing for myself because I couldn't remember what sparked it, but you just reminded me that letter. She says that aunt and uncle that kicked it off. Yeah. 
1950 or whatever, yeah. but surely it was underway by 1960, is exactly what you're talking about. Those two people mm-hmm. decided a thing, and so in 2020, we got a letter talking about how epic it is. Yeah. Simply because someone was like, let's just get some people here. Yeah. Do, the, the oven's not big enough. Ah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, Jesse, thank you for that. Um, I hope you guys have... But uh, also remember, I, I know I'm interrupting, but also remember what Daniel and I are talking about with these traditions. Don't sit around and go, yeah, but that's Thanksgiving, that's Christmas. Make it fucking June 3rd. Why not? Make it fucking August. I love June 3rd. Make it fucking August 5th and 6th. Make that like a, <laughs> a, a, a music June weekend 3rd, of like Woodstock 5th, style. 6th. Make it the fortieth, but make it make it anything. It doesn't have to be right. just this. Get right. fucking wild. Get to your goddamn cabin. Burn it down. <laughs> light a joint and jump in the lake. There That's the go. Daniel Vaniel Canyon way. <laughs> oh, burn it down. Light a joint. Jump in, jump the, lake. in the lake. You know what? I'm going to go for it. Hashtag burn it down. Light a joint. Jump in the lake. That's shit. Official. That might be merch. We might have just uncovered Dude, some merch. You know, well, those should be coasters. The first coaster <laughs> is a hashtag. The next one is burn it down. The next yeah. coaster is light a joint, and the next coaster is jump in the lake. I'll tell you what. The the uh, it's just occurring to me right now that the logo for our RGT should maybe be a cabin on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse, thank you so much for this. Sincerely, we wish you well. Your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. 
That's FabFitFun.com, code TOPSHOW. All right. We are All back. Right. We're back. Rory. Yeah. Do you know yet what piece of the merch you're going to wear for the live show? Should we match? Ooh, I like a good match. I really like the hoodie. Yeah, the hoodie. But I feel like great. I would look I, I feel like we would like both look really good in that too. blue. I and the hashtag right. blue's a good color for me. Yeah, I, do. I think you look really good in blue. When sometimes I, I think you have like a sweater right or like a golf pullover thing you sometimes wear that's like a light blue. That's right. It that's looks really right. good. Thank you. Remember when Here we used we to like wear nice blue colors and go get tacos? Remember together? we could touch the cloth that each other was wearing mm-hmm. with <laughs> all but both hands. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, pen pals. Okay. RMS and DVK. Thank you. What? How hey, RMS? Are you? Isn't that like what a ship is? Rory Mori Scory. It is. <laughs> RMS and DVK. That sounds like the actual names for the vaccines that are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> what if we're the vaccine? We are. Laughter is the greatest medicine. Mm-hmm. We all saw Patch Adams. How are you? I am a huge fan of both of you, and I'm super excited to be seeing you at the live show this coming weekend on the 28th. Ooh, I saw I... you live in the before times at Clusterfest, notably the best live pimpels, last date. summer, which was amazing, and I knew I had to see the podcast again. I have also seen Rory do stand-up several times. His Minneapolis show with the Echo Mic was my fave, and love Dan's new special on uh, Spotify as well. I have also hashtag grown the shown by getting my brother and his girlfriend into the podcast, nice. and they will be at the Zoom show on the 28th, too. Anyways, I wanted to ask you this. Would you rather your socks always be slipping down below your ankles or your long sleeves to always get bunched up in your coats? I mean, both of those... God, both of those are like, you know what I mean? You know what I hate more? I hate my long sleeves coming out of my coat. Yeah. I I hate that more. I don't hate that more, but I do know what you mean. I hate it more. Here's my answer. I think I go bunched up sleeves because I think I could get used to that. I don't think I could get used to the the sock slippage. Remember when you were a kid and like some of the elasticity out of your socks would be gone, but you'd keep wearing them and they would... It's always your dress socks. As a kid, it was always your dress socks. I hate that so much, Roar. And it just falls. Yeah. What's your sock game? It's not bad. No, but I mean, you go and do you go no shows, mid ankles? Do you like? I have I have all the options. I have all the options, but I do ankle socks. Ankle socks. I don't mind no shows. But I don't love them. I love I like a good, a good no ankle show. sock. I know. I've seen you. I've seen your style. <laughs> in a but I love a good calf in a suit. I like seeing the ankle. I'll tell you what, I am not a 30 length pant, but that's what I buy for golf because I like a little bit of the ankle. Wait, you're th- I'm a 30. I, but I'm not. I probably should be a 32. Two, yeah, I could be too. But so I, it, sometimes it's a little too much bunching on the top of the shoe. And then I hate that so much. Guys I played soccer with in college, all European, would wear capri pants. This is ni- This is 2001. And they all say. pulled it off too. Made, uh, they I, all pulled I it off none and looked of them, amazing. And I know they looked great. Keep in mind, this soccer is in players and capris. fucking Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh-huh. So naturally, I'm making fun of them. Naturally, they go anywhere. People are like, what the fuck is this dude wearing? Right. They were right. They were right. I love it. 
Yeah, I do too. I, I when like I have them. like pants on the pants I wear right now, I would roll these up several times to like halfway up my shin and just be like, there you go. You know what? I'm gonna show you how weird I am, Roar. I love me and you on stage, right? I'm wearing black jeans I got from Target. And I'm That's wearing right. I'm wearing my white on white Nikes. And we're That's doing right. a live show and I do a little kick up, cross my leg, and I wear no shows, and there's that peak of ankle between right. the jean and the and the shoe. It's a good look. That's what I want. Like That's I'm like, good, good I I'm doing it right. You are doing it right. But I, like I think that. for working out, I want to switch to a mid-calf sock. I think that's right, too. You do? It is fun to wear super high socks. and slow, Like for basketball games, mm-hmm. I go super high socks, and I slowly pull them down. Because you know who, who did it best? And I know you already know. You know who did it best, but you couldn't understand what kind of socks they were wearing or how they put them on? Go look at pictures of Jordan. Yeah. What is he? What are those socks? I don't know. It's got a thickness, and it doesn't really have a top. You're like, is he folding over? Mm -hmm. What is happening? He's doing it so perfectly. Do you When you play soccer, do you wear shin guards? I do, yeah. So, But they're very frail. They're almost like not even worth it. But does... Do some people now like pro players? Do they you have shin guards? You 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 are required to. You are required to. I but never knew. They've become so small, and like the pe- people just don't really like using them. I mean, you know, growing up, you used to be like they put the ankle thing on you, had ankle protect. It was yeah, not comfortable have, at all. No. And then when they started selling just the guard without the ankle thing, they just became more and more flimsy and smaller. So I have like Nike ones that are super small that are. They work, you know. They're fine. Man, I bet you would school my ass in soccer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I mean no disrespect, but I would. Uh, I didn't mean it as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant it as zero joke. It is the one thing where even as my body cannot do what I think it can do, I still know what I'm doing out there. Not that I can pull it off because sure. my brain still lies to my body that I'm capable of a bicycle kick. It still lies. The ball's up here and I'm like, let's go for it. My brain's like, let's do it. My body's like, we're not. We are not. Right. <laughs> we are not jumping. Is it? Is it? Is it the combination of it's two things used to work in perfect congruence, right? It was skill yes. and cardio. Where you did it. it you had both yes. things. You had skill and cardio. You probably still have a lot of the skill because it's, it's coordination and, and all that stuff but then like cardio leaves you and i'm not I'm talking shocked. about you specifically i'm talking about me too like oh easily but i mean me more so me because i i just don't do anything and i need to but and no, and people will see it when we do our second round of gassers oh, that probably man. kill us but definitely me <laughs> but my I, like i in soccer i used to even now when i when i've played uh with some guys on friday nights out here in la I, sometimes I would have a touch where I'd be like, oh, where did that come from? I, that, I guess I still got some gas in the tank. Sometimes you. I would cross a ball perfectly for a guy to head it into the goal. And I'd be like, man, I still have some accuracy. Fuck yeah, you do. And then I've scored, I've scored the most amazing goal of my life earlier this year or late last year when I played with those guys. The most amazing goal I've ever scored in my life. And I almost left and said, I'm never going to step on a soccer field ever again. I'm going to leave on that note. But I, when I scored that goal, I was like, oh, it's crazy that at this age, mm-hmm. I have done the most amazing thing that I've ever done in the sport. But soccer is the one play. thing. Just because I played it since I was five, I feel like I played it a decently 
high level and I learned from a lot of guys I played with and I had some great coaches that I in my head I'm like I think I know soccer pretty well. Yeah, it's it's in you. It's 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 in me. I like being on a field. I like that you can just run around and I like that you can just talk and say stuff. <laughs> it is my favorite fucking thing. I, I when I played talking to the person I was marking Really? Anything I would say, like sometimes I trash talk, but sometimes I love the psychological game. Like, what if this guy thinks we're buddies? So you're like, <laughs> what if I can like? So like when you were like, like playing another college, you're like, what do you? Guys, what's your like pizza spot around here? Like you would just start. <laughs> yes, yes. <sighs> or somebody, somebody would like fuck up. Yeah, I'd be like, geez, that's two for him. Do you guys like? Do you like passing to <laughs> him? Does he fuck it up? Does he fuck it up? And they would kind of be like. Yeah, he does fight. You know what I mean? You break people down like, yeah, yeah he's not our best player. And I'm like, oh, you don't have to tell me. Yeah. He's not as good as you. When I say stuff like baseball. that, then when you tackle that guy, they're like, they're almost like, I thought we were friends. Yeah. <laughs> when I played baseball, I would get in full on conversations at first base with people. And when you watch, like if you watch a major league game, you'll see a lot like Anthony Rizzo, who's the first baseman for the Cubs. He A yeah. lot of times you can tell they're in a full on conversation that they had to stop when the last inning ended when that guy was on first and now it's like the fifth inning and he's back on first again and they just pick right back up and they're like, so wait, what were you saying about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The full, yeah. I love. And you zoom on. in, you zoom in and the guy's like, yeah. And then it's, I don't want to give it away, but Bruce Willis is dead at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I skipped and over like, it. So my daughter wouldn't know. And this is last year. This is last season. You're like, what? They're just about six. <laughs> They're so also far behind. behind. You just put this in my head. It would be great if you skip <laughs> over Bruce Willis's reveal for your daughter in Sixth Sense, so she never <laughs> knows that the whole movie <laughs> was. She's dead. like, so what was the point what of any the of that? Point? He never even helped that. Like, kid. I honestly, I don't know. What a what a fun movie though. What a fun movie. <laughs> oh, I play golf with with Haley Joel Osment. He's a fantastic man. Eric, he's a great guy. He's, I've he's, he's such a great guy. Um, oh, that was a good right, sandwich go rant we just went on. Um, yeah, it lived in that world. Uh, I love would you rather questions because they're <laughs> we're still in the middle. <laughs> I know. I love would you rather questions because they are fun and interesting, and it can be difficult to think of one that is equally tough on both sides of the question. Do you have any good would you rather questions, and do you have any tips for composing new ones? Thanks for all the goofs, and can't wait to see you soon. Your pen pal, Lydia. Hashtag F2F. Hashtag RRGT. Hashtag Saga. Hashtag Daniel Vaniel Canyon. Hashtag Gassers. P.S. Here are my other favorite would-you-rathers for inspiration. Okay. Would you rather fight 100 horses the size of ducks or fight one duck the size of a horse? This is easy. I one, mean... One duck the size of a horse. I think I want to... I, one, I want to see a horse the size of a duck. Right. And if it's 100, I, I think I'm into 100 horses the size of a duck. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> You'll 100% die. But remember imagine those just little kicking. No, you're just dude. kicking tiny horses. Remember in Jurassic Park, the little cute dinosaurs? That duck is going to fucking eat you, Daniel. They're fast. It's one. I can. It's the deal. size of a horse. Yeah, but I can deal with one. I only have to kill one. The other one, it, it will. It, you, we're both going to die. It, but we're it's, both going to no, die. You, you're way more likely to die against 100. Just your own cardio. You're going to get so tired after like the 17th duck. <laughs> 
You mean horse? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they can still. Kick would you really rather? Good. Would you rather have sex with a pine tree or a willow tree? What's the difference? I don't know, but willow tree just sounds guess, like a little yeah. more sensual. All right, willow Ooh, tree. For you us. got a peekaboo. Would you rather always have sand in your bed? Oh God! Or rocks in your shoes? I need. I need my night's sleep. So I'm going to go rocks in my no, shoes. No, you would screw yourself up worse. Sand in your bed? Yes. That look, would drive you crazy. Look at the adorable person behind you. What, are you going to go ride your bike? You just got a bike helmet on? I'm almost done with the show. Do, what do you need? You can eat it. Tell go her I think it. she's wonderful and I'm glad we're friends. Or don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I said, tell her I think she's wonderful and that I'm glad we're friends. Um, Would you rather receive $1 million or 1,000 hours of free time? I mean, I feel like that's an easy... I feel like a million dollars. And buy, and then go ahead and buy your own free time. Yeah. But c- with 1,000 hours, could somebody, somebody like you or I create something that's worth more than a million dollars? How many days is a thousand hours of free time? Right now? It's not it's a it's the the it's one it's two days. <laughs> I wish. This is when you come to realize I'm the dumbest co host. It's only two days, well, so I it's got not a great deal. It's a, it's a tough competition between the two of I th- us. I think I used to have some good would you rather's. Nothing is coming to mind. I'm gonna have to I know, I don't really I don't want to defer to a late I bet you, you my our next episode. I think of some. I used to have one that's very Chicago sports centric, so no one's going to give a shit. Let's hear it. Would you rather catch a home run ball in a Chicago Cubs World Series game or be able to go back in time and Walter Payton scores a touchdown in the Bears Super Bowl? Now, here's why that's so super whatever. Pre-2016, this was crazy because it, you would mean the Cubs are in the World Series. It doesn't mean that they've won, though. Would you want to catch that home run? Uh, Walter Payton, arguably yeah. the greatest NFL player of all time. he it, it, The NFL Man of the Year Award is called the Walter Payton Award because that's how good of a person he was. Yeah. And the greatest Chicago Bear of all time and second only to Jordan in terms of greatest Chicago sports player of all time. Yeah. He did not get to score a touchdown in the Bears 1985 Super Bowl victory. But William the Refrigerator Perry did on like a gimmick play. And it broke Walter Payton's heart. He never said anything about it. He wasn't type of... He didn't bitch. He didn't do anything. But it became known that he he was crying about it. Like, he tried to hide it. It In the years later, it was found out that that broke his heart, that he didn't get to do that. And Mike Ditka, who I have many problems with nowadays... But he said his greatest single regret in all of coaching is not having Walter Payton score that touchdown because he was the lifeblood of that team. They're not in a Super Bowl. They're not any. Chicago Bears aren't anything without Walter Payton. I mean, there's some other great players, Doug Buffon. But um, so that was always my would you rather. Would you rather catch a home run ball, which is good for you? Or would you go back in time and make sure Walter Payton gets to score a touchdown? I mean, this was easy. You You immediately talked us out of the baseball. But 
I know that's what I'm saying because pre 2016, the weight on the other side is the Cubs are in the fucking World Series. True, true. So true. you would say true, like, true, true. Well, and fuck. you're probably standing near Bill Murray. Everyone's having. fun. Do you know true story? <laughs> I got to go to Game Six of the World Series in Cleveland and was in the same row as Bill Murray and Eddie Vedder. And I'm like, Ugh. look down to my left, and I'm like, there's no. I'm like Uncle Ken. How the hell are? We? And then Uncle Ken ended up. We ended up at the bar with the entire Cubs front office, like drinking after they won Game Six. <laughs> that is one of those moments where I'm like, I don't. I've done a lot of things wrong, but whatever I did, but how did this happen? That, that got <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ken and I to this game and yeah. then this bar with these people. You nudged Uncle row. Ken. You're like, there is a glitch in the system right now because <laughs> right. I don't think I don't think these tickets were ours. <laughs> two people from Rochelle shouldn't be here. Like that isn't how that happened. That's who is supposed to be there. I know you're right. All right, um, Lydia, thank you so much. I love, love a good would you rather. Would you if Daniel and I think of some, we'll probably just start dropping them constantly. I can see this because I mean, would you rather's are so. Can fun. I say I one fucking last thing? Love them. Yeah, I'm so proud of us because <laughs> this show is teetering on the edge of becoming a podcast only about nudes. Yeah, and we have we 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 steered clear of it today. I we don't know it, how the, many palpitations we're gonna. Go. The rest of them. The rest of them. Because <laughs> we just got another one from a pen pal. I don't know. I can't remember how she signs off, so I don't want to say her name. Where where I was like, great, cannot wait to talk about this take yeah. on getting yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and also just a reminder for everybody, Daniel and I, uh, per Daniel's discovery, uh, have realized that you know. Come to that pre-show hang and start being a part of our live, live uh, palpitation. Oh my god! Because that was so fucking fun. And we leave cameras on for it the whole time. It, cameras it's, it's on. A we see everybody. It's, it's, it's a different great. vibe. It's a different scene. Anyways, Lydia, All you're right. the best. Uh, thank you for being part of the final Agreed. four as we head into uh, 2021. Um, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. A podcast network. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.